ஹாய் வெல்கம் டு அனதர் எபிசோட் ஆஃப் த லாட்ஸ் டிலைட் வி ஆர் டாக்கிங் அ சீரீஸ் ரைட் ஏதர் அன்னேம்ட் ஆர் பீப்புள் ஹூ ஆர் மென்ஷன் இன் வெரி லெஸ் அமௌண்ட் இன் த பைபிள் லவர்ஸ் ஆர் டூ ஆர் அ லிட்டில் இன்சிடெண்ட் பட் தென் வி ஆர் ட்ரைங் டு சீ தட் ஈவன் தோஸ் பீப்புள் ஹவ் பீன் மென்ஷன்ட் இன் த பைபிள் ஃபார் அ ரீசன் அண்ட் வாட் வி கேன் லேர்ன் ஃப்ரம் தெம் today we are going to look at those kind of people who appeared in joseph's life if you look at genesis like towards 30 we can see that it was jo like like say 39 it starts sort of there because that's where potipar's wife is mentioned she is not named she is just given the title of who she is that is potipar's wife in whose house joseph being a slave was sold to potipar and he is working there for his master and this woman tries to what sexually not tries to she did sexually harass him and expects him as a slave to sleep with her but here this is a teen youth and what he says is with me in charge my master does not concern himself with anything in the house everything he owns he has entrusted to my care no one is greater in this house than i am my master has withheld nothing from me except you because you are his wife how then could i do such a wicked thing and sin against god this just boggles my mind a teen a slave in another country given so much responsibility probably because he was administratively very gifted and at this time you need to remember that there is no 10 commandments and he says how can i sin against god and he flees at that time remember there is no holy spirit to guide and counsel in that time no 10 commandments still because of his relationship with god he says he says how can i do such a wicked thing and sin against god so this incident like using obviously it's a very bad example of a named character but is used to show that sins of the sexual nature or sexual immorality all those kinds of things it is not just sinning against yourself it's actually what sinning against god because we have a god who says be holy because i am holy and joseph knew and understood the heart of god that is why these kinds of words were coming out of him and sometimes i feel like you know people in today's world oh they are youth they'll behave that way they are young guess what this was a youth the traumatic things that he went through he was actually sibling rivalry at the max was about to be killed by his brothers was pushed into like a pit sold for slavery those are the not the days you could just like you know come back but on your own no kind of transportation but you're sold into slavery to a different nation he did not know what was going to happen to him he was switched hands and sold in turn to potipar and he still holds on to what pleases god he didn't curse god he didn't murmur against god he didn't say let me use this opportunity to just create a situation or opportunity for me to run away from here or blackmail her the way he acted 
the situation that is portrayed maybe this was done so that there is no naming and shaming of this woman she is just called as potbar's wife she was abusing her power which is not something that we should be doing we should treat people under us who are employed we need to treat them with dignity and the other you know nameless people in in his life were the cup bearer and the like the baker for the king it's in the right next chapter which is genesis 40 these two people like they are put in prison and he is there and when they are dejected he is not just worrying about himself he is in prison for no fault of his own no way to get out still in slavery has no clue about a future and so he's asking them hey why do you look sad today so he's having a talk and like there is a conversation and he is actually caring about what is going on with these guys why they are sad so he says interpretations belong to god that is the other thing he was very clear about interpretations of dreams it's not just coming out of him because he's talented or he has some supernatural power he is very clear on the fact that it comes from god and then so the cupbearer talks about like you know there's a wine three branches then grapes come out of it and then he took the grapes and squeezed it into pharaoh's cup pharaoh's cup and gave it to pharaoh so he interprets like you know in three days um like it's you will do this you will be again cupbearer and then the baker tells his dream but then gets a very negative interpretation that he'll die but you need to remember this these two are unnamed characters and it happens exactly like what joseph interpreted but this unnamed cupbearer forgot him not a very good like you know grateful thing to do to somebody who interpreted and like you know helped you out in prison which was a very must have been a memorable moment right you have a dream you don't know what it means and somebody interprets it for you and it happens in 3 days and then this dude forgot it says at the end of the chapter the chief cupbearer however did not remember joseph he forgot him guess what in 41 you see this was for next 2 years and yes one thing is joseph's time hadn't arrived yet god had a time for joseph why there was two more years in prison i do not know but when the time was right god reminded the cupbearer that is the timing perspective of how to lean on god from joseph's side from the cupbearer's side forgetting people's help yes it was god's grace but then it doesn't mean that you have to idolize people or be in servitude to people you who help you but have in mind if you can do nothing to them because this guy might not be in power like he did not have the power over king to push certain his agenda or lobby but right now what we can do is pray for those who help us that god has put in our lives who can speak truth and life into us like how joseph did to the cupbearer and that is something we should not forget and the final people that i want to talk about is all these unnamed servant characters who are in the background of what is happening 
between observing what is happening between Joseph and his brothers. It happens from forty-one chapter onwards, when his brothers are coming to get like grain from Egypt. There is so many servants mentioned: his servants, the people who give the grain, who to whom Joseph is giving orders to. Why I am mentioning all these characters? We have those kind of unnamed characters surrounding us all the time that we don't even notice, who observe us. There were people who were observing Joseph's behavior towards his brothers, what he is up to. Let's say it's a cashier you meet at a store, or there is this coffee place that you go to daily, or once in a while, and the baristas are like people notice us even when we don't realize. There are unnamed characters around us all the time who notice us. So even at those moments. do they see christ do they see any difference from everybody who walks through that store or street or do they see christ in us all these unnamed characters not just in the bible but in our lives that surround us on a day to day basis either the friend desk person who's as a security in your building do they see because Joseph was not telling them about God and interacting with them and telling them the gospel every day but they were around him every day and they observed him so think about the nameless characters of people in your life what will they observe and see do they see Christ in you okay then and talk to you guys next week bye